Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petrolides, live at the New York Stock Exchange. Thanks for being with us. We have a special guest on set. David Waddell is with us, CEO, Chief Investment Strategist at Waddell & Associates. Thanks so much for being here. So excited to be here. You are here on a big day. It feels like it's the end of a big week. We've gotten in so much information. And today, this mega blowout jobs report. But the markets, I mean, the Dow even was positive a short time ago. What are your thoughts here on the markets? Well, I mean, you've got two sides of the equation. One, you've got the valuation side. Two, you've got the earnings side. Right. Uh, we got valuations down to 15.8. Um, and that was on the expectations that inflation would continue just roll to the heavens. Um, and what we've seen probably is peak inflation. So we've seen trough valuations. So with the even with the numbers today, which were, as you said, blockbuster numbers, yeah. twice as good, like so good it was kind of irritating, right? But the 10-year didn't move all that much, and the valuations are calibrated with the 10-year, so we're at 2.8. Yeah. So interest rates took this in stride, at least the interest rates that the market prices off of. So, and earnings have been better than, than people thought. So go to the Hamptons and don't worry about it. It's kind and of the reaction yeah. today. I mean, that, that's the whole thing is that, you know, you could have expected that the markets could have had this knee-jerk reaction and gone wild. I mean, they could have sold off a thousand today, worried that the Fed was going to go nuts of raising rates and getting to that 4% mark. But instead, I think everybody knows the Fed's going to do that anyway, and I guess they, they thought maybe there might be a pause, but forget that idea. That being said, you have... Well, there is a pause until September. At least till so September. So we've got, you know, we're we'll off until my birthday, which is September 21st, you know. Oh, so mine's the 20th. There you go. All right, if we hang out at midnight, we go to like the casino, <laughs> we could be both our birthdays at the same time. Um, so that being said now, you have different strategies for short-term, medium-term, and long-term, right? Yeah, yeah. Explain that to us. Start with the short-term. Right. So the recession trade um, is look for higher quality companies with persistent earnings that benefits healthcare, that benefits large cap growth names, you know, kind of right. the FANG stocks. Um, additionally, if we do get any sort of recovery at all, we'll right. see an increase in risk appetite, which is what we've seen, and people go to what's been sold, you know. Right. Um, so I think in the short term, the NASDAQ makes a trade if sentiment improves. Mm -hmm. um, but I think longer term, what isn't talked about enough is how cheap things are, right? So small caps are trading at 12 times, internationals are trading at 12 times, small right. caps are trading at the trough valuations they hit back in 2020 in March, right? So you can put money in there and not think about it for 10 years and you'll be fine. And right, well the whole thing about the small caps is they've really been underperformers. The idea of yeah. the small cap is that, you know, it was supposed to be the safe haven, a little less volatile, less, you know, jostled by the dollar and things like that, you know, because these multinationals with the strong dollar, I mean, they're talking about the headwinds of foreign exchange rates, but the Russell is supposed to be a completely different ballgame. But it really hasn't been that great. That's I would differentiate, thing, right? too, between the Russell 2000, which includes profitless companies, and the S&P uh, 600. Okay, So the S&P 600, you got to have profits to be included in that index. That's the one I want to buy. That's the one. So oh. the value side of the small cap box is where yeah. you want to be. Yeah. Because basically, history does repeat, right? Yeah. So we go back to 2002 to 2008, where you wanted to be was internationals, small caps. Even in the 70s, when we talk about runaway inflation and the fact that the market was yeah. sideways for 10 years, sure. small cap did great. Sure. Good point. That. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And our parents were paying 18% uh, on, you know, 
mortgages. And, you know, everybody here is balking at the move that we've seen in mortgages now. Yeah. Um, that being said, I, I think um, I owe it to the viewers when they said, did he say Fang? Did he say Fang is hot again? Um, could you Has been up 20% off I mean, the bottom. An incredible you know, July. June 16th. Yeah, July 16th, no, it's true. We've seen NASDAQ up 20% off of those June lows. So at this, and July was just incredible for stocks. And, and look, it looks like we're going to have three weeks in a row of gains. I was just yeah. checking on the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ's up 1.6% this you week. Go. There Even with the sell-off today, it's right. still higher for the Which week. Which is good because everybody sounds incredulous about it. They're like, what? Is this market up? I mean, that's a good thing. You want right. the wall of worry and we're climbing it. Well, haven't we been doing that since, like, the Great Recession? It's been the, ra it's been <laughs> the um, rally that everybody just loved to hate because they just kept thinking it was over. And it never, you know, it was like this secular bull market that just kept going. Well, and 2022 right? was always going to be a goofy year. Because 2021 was so distorted, and we've got to get back to 2% GDP growth, 2% inflation, interest rates around 3%. So 2022 is a transition year. Right. All these cross currents between what's going on the good side of the economy and the services side of the economy. Mm -hmm. But what's wonderful, and I'm an optimist, is the valuation compression, right? right. So we took 30% out of the PE in the S&P. Right. So if you can, you know, stomach buying some stocks, right. um, doing it at low valuation gets you rewarded. And a lot of people say we didn't see the crescendo selling that might punctuate the bottom. We saw a crescendo in pessimism. I mean, the the, the yeah. sentiment indexes were at oh, record yeah. lows. They were at, uh, right? Weren't they at 20 year lows? Yeah. 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 And on the, and uh, the Michigan... home builders were down, oh, yeah. you know, for two year lows. They were feeling. Yeah, I mean, if you'd have talked to me in late June, I couldn't have told you anything positive except that it was great that everybody was so negative <laughs> because yeah. every other storyline was negative, right? But sentiment, we all been, you know, emotionally right. react and it was overblown. Um, and so now it's starting to recover some, but it's still pretty negative. Right, and and that's the whole thing. I mean, you could be, use some of that as a contrarian indicator where to get in, right? Exactly. And so to your point, you're saying, look, if you loved something at 100, you must love it at 70, right? Yeah, I mean, I still but, want those earnings. I want balance sheet quality. That's I mean, we're what gonna, I was going to say. Yeah. That was my next thing. It's not everything. Right, right. right? Yeah. So uh, I still think you want to be in quality. Ain't nothing wrong with a dividend. Mm -hmm. But if you just look at valuations, right. the earnings yield overall is 6%, and bonds, high-quality right. bonds are 4 to 5 right. So there's still an advantage in stocks. So yeah. I think it's worth taking the risk. You also mentioned international and emerging markets. Um, with China, ex-China? <laughs> I mean, with China. You can buy China at 10 times earnings, right? So some of the earnings that came out, you know, Alibaba obviously reported yesterday. Uh, right. Those are real companies. They generate value. The political headwinds are massive. But yeah. those companies rallied 50% off the bottom recently, and then right. they came down when Pelosi right. decided to go over there. Right, um, that's true. But there's, those are real companies. And again, if you have a longer-term time horizon, if you can buy stuff at 10 or 11 times earnings, just do that. Understood. I'm so glad you were able to be here in person. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, you'll have to come back to New York for something else again soon. David Waddell, CEO, Chief Investment Strategist at Waddell & Associates. Thank Thanks you, so Nicole. much. A great conversation there. And a good look at your portfolio, short-term, medium-term, and long-term, how you can play this market.